Miracy. I'm John Livesey, and you're listening to Making It. I run a business called Revenue Rockstar Mastery, where we help coaches and speakers and anyone in the financial services area stop drowning in a sea of sameness. I learned at a young age, and a lot of that was mirrored by my parents. If you want something, you need to work for it. No one's going to give you anything. So there was no sense of entitlement. My first sales experience was an entrepreneur being a paperboy in the suburbs of Chicago. And I would have to knock on the doors and I'd have to sell it. Then I'd have to be the one to get up in the crack of dawn and deliver it, even in the cold, dark winter days, and make sure it got on the porch and not in the bush. And then I would be the one that end of the month going around with a little punch card to collect the money. So I had to sell it, deliver it and collect it. So that was my first experience of if you don't sell it, you don't get any money. So that was my background. When I was 19 years old living in the suburbs of Chicago, there's a little 12-year-old girl standing on the edge of the high dive, looking down with a great deal of trepidation, and I thought, "Oh boy, it's probably her first time jumping off." And that alone made me sit up on the edge of my lifeguard perch. And sure enough, she finally jumps off, and I start counting the seconds that she's underwater. And I was like, "Oh, 6 seconds, 6 seconds. She's been underwater too long." Finally, she comes up flailing, choking. So I had to dive in, pull her to the side, and i knew even though she was scared and choking she was going to be okay now that event happened many decades ago but that lesson that i learned to not panic and stay calm when something stressful happened has really served me my entire career when something frustrates me disappoints me or i get rejected and i created a tool for myself that i want to help everyone use I call it the 555. So my tool is ask yourself, will this matter in 5 minutes? No. How about 5 hours from now? Mm, maybe. How about 5 days from now? Probably not. So why am I letting myself get so upset about it? And if it still bothers you 5 days from now, do it again. How about 5 weeks, 5 months, 5 years from now will this bother me? Very few things bother you 5 years from now. Like for example, you know, my dad died. I was obviously very sad. but i didn't have the 555 method in my head had i had that i could have said you know 5 years from now you're going to miss him but you're not going to be this sad so that is a really great lesson i've learned of the faster we get up after we get knocked down and not be surprised when we get knocked down the better we're going to be i think if your expectations are that everything's going to become linear and you're never going to have a setback and it's never going to go wrong i i tell people you are the movie director of your own life and you can yell cut at any time you can recast something change the location so a pandemic comes you want to play out a horror movie in your mind you can do that or you can say cut and reframe it and in my case i left la and moved to austin and reinvented myself yet again as a virtual keynote speaker so when you have the right mindset that you know there's actually something called the trough of despair that entrepreneurs go through and it's up to us how long we stay down there and how fast we get back up My main message to people who are thinking of becoming an entrepreneur is if you've got an idea that you're so passionate about it's a zombie idea so great it won't die and you've got some financial savings so that you are not stressed out about having to make 
a certain amount of cash flow in the first six months and also test what your idea is. Do people need what you have and are they willing to pay for it? Those two things need to be answered before you dive into something new. You know, there's this little ladder of or triangle of things we hate doing and we're incompetent at them. For me, that would be doing my taxes. So I hire a CPA to do my taxes. <laughs> then next up is things I'm barely competent in and still don't like doing. That would be cleaning my house. So I have a cleaning person. Then there's things I'm excellent at. I'm excellent at writing and I'm excellent at hosting a podcast and introducing people and all that good stuff. And then at the very top of that is my genius. It's usually something that comes really easy to you that you don't even realize because you assume it's easy for everyone. And in my case, it's being a keynote speaker that can tug at people's heartstrings and get them to feel something and want to tell stories to get their career up and running. So I think when you outsource something that you know can be outsourced and isn't in your genius, then you really are much more productive. There was a moment when I was hired to be a speaker at the Coca-Cola Summit for all of the CMOs that sell Coke instead of the competitor. And so it was all the quick service restaurants like McDonald's and all the movie theaters that carry it. And I looked at the other speakers and I thought to myself, wow, maybe I've made it as a speaker. These people are really well known and New York Times bestsellers and many of them went to Harvard. And then my imposter syndrome mind kicked in and said, but you didn't. And I thought, wait a minute, the woman who hired you has been doing this for 20 years. She must have seen something in your sizzle reel and talking to you that she felt confident you could deliver something. And then I had to put myself in the audience's shoes and say, do I care where somebody went to school? No. Do I care how many books they sold? No. I care about how they make me feel when I'm hearing their talk. And that's how I talked myself out of that. So this concept of when this happens, I feel like I've made it. I tell people, don't do that to yourself. It's torture. I mean, I was fortunate enough to give a TEDx talk that has over a million views, be the lifeguard of your own life. And a lot of people say, well, that's really a sign that you've, quote, made it. Making it means to me that I have the freedom to take what clients I want to work with on and get relationships with them. I've worked with some clients for over five years, helping them with their pitches to win big airport renovations, for example, for architecture firms. And so it, it, I get to be part of the team without the daily grind of being in the team. So I come in as the expert and help them cross the finish line when they have a, a pitch against competitors. And so for me, I love doing it. One of my favorite quotes that inspires me and I hope will inspire you is by Arthur Ashe, the famous tennis pro, who said the key to success is confidence and the key to confidence is preparation. And I know that's been a key to my success is the more prepared I am, the more confident I am and the more successful I am. So if you're going in to present something to get someone to buy something or try something that you're of created or needed funded or whatever it is, take your course, be prepared. Think about what kind of questions you're going to get asked. Think about the user's journey and make sure that it's as smooth as possible. And don't try to just wing it. If you, The more prepared you are like an athlete, the more you've upped your chances of success. I'm John Livesey, and you've been listening to Making It. You can find me at johnlivesey.com. And if you can't remember that, just Google the Pitch Whisperer.
Making It is part of the Mirror CFM podcast network, which also includes such shows as Course Lab and Just Between Coaches. This episode of Making It was assembled by Jeff Govertson. Cynthia Lamb produced the episode. Danny Berman is our associate producer. Danny Inney is our executive producer. Post-production was by Post Office Sound. To catch the great episodes that are coming up on Making It, go ahead and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now. And if you liked the show, please leave us a starred review. It's the best way to help us get these ideas to more people. Thank you. We'll see you next time.